Welcome to KinkCast, <laughs> a podcast about sexual wellness, sexual healing, that sexual feeling, <laughs> and all of the other songs by Marvin Gaye. Yeah, uh, no, about, uh, it's, uh, normally, normally it's about kinks and uh, sexual fetishes. But what's, what's with your crazy I have no accent? idea. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's like painful. I'm so tired. Well, guess what? We're still one man shy of a good a good uh, threesome here. But guess who is a here? Devil's threesome. Devil's threesome. Oh, I said a good threesome. Yeah, it's a devil's threesome when you have two dudes. Oh, well. Or boofing? No, the devil's triangle. Oh, yeah. That's we have to ask what's his name about the correct terminology for that. What's his name? The new Brett uh, Dipshit. Brett Kavanaugh. There we go. We need to ask him. But you know what? What? No, stop with the voices. Nobody can understand you. Nobody can understand. Everyone can understand me. Welcome to KinkCast, a podcast about sexual fetishes, kinks, and all the things that make people's dicks hard and pussies soft. Do pussies get soft? I don't know. (laughs) Pussies wet. Um, with Quim, we would as we also, learned last week. We would also like to start off this episode um, by putting out there a missing persons report. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Who's our, missing? Our other person. He got lost in a bunch of dirty laundry somewhere. Oh, I'm right here. <laughs> Tommy is lost somewhere in in a big, huge pile of dirty laundry from last week. Um, so yeah, if y'all see him, please report him um, to us so we can find him and you know, like recover him or what's left of him from all of the like dirty laundry he got lost in. But we're this week continuing our series on the horny zodiac. Also known as Sextrology. As I've titled the podcast, The Horny Zodiac. Oh, really? Yeah. That's You've that's listened to the show. I know, I know, but that's fantastic. So, it is about that time for the switch over to the next Zodiac sign. About that time, I mean, it should be that day when this comes out. If this comes out next week. If not, then it will be the week before that this happened. It is... Time for the Gemini. The twins. The twins. Fantastic. And twins. You know what? This makes me think of double mint gum. Double your pleasure, double your fun. And twins. <laughs> oh gosh, you've got to stop that. You've done it like eight times now and it's done. It's dead. It's over. This is I'm a gonna, sign. I'm going to keep doing it until you no, recognize no, it. No, no. Because I won't. I won't recognize it. So this week we are focusing on the Gemini male, and someone here is a Gemini male. The quiz this week (laughs) is, are you a Gemini male? Hi, my name's Chris Morgan, and I'm a Gemini male. What about you, Dana? I'm not a Gemini, nor am I male, um, because 
<laughs> because this sign starts on May 21st and goes all the way to June 21st. So if you're born during that time period, you are technically a Gemini. And today we're specifically focusing on males, uh, male characteristic, male uh, Gemini sexuality, which is also a lot of times um, based on the signs, um, like what kinds of signs go along with Gemini. And this is an air sign as opposed to the earth sign that we discussed last month. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is the sign of sexual stimulation. With the voices. We left out last last month's was a uh, something sign of sexual response. Oh, mm. that's funny because neither of them are willing to initiate. Yeah, but they, they are. Responsive. They just respond. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so this is the uh, the Taurus man was the sign of sexual desire. Okay, you got to cut it with the voices. You're killing me here. Why? <laughs> You're scaring me. You've got a weird, like, funky voice. We're down on. one person, so I have to make it sound like there's like 30. No, that, no. We've no, got a whole you. crowd of people here today. <laughs> and it's all in one person who's actually two people because you're a Gemini. Uh, there I know. you go. There Duality you go. of life, isn't it? There we go. Um, born under the sign of the twins, the Gemini man uh, has a dual nature that is easily fluctuating between charming light and lively to captivating dark and mysterious. Either way, Gemini males will click- quickly capture your attention and draw you to them with their magnetic sex appeal. That's the research that I found. <clears throat> so, there you go. Born I'm- under the planet Mercury. Mm-hmm. The shortest of orbits. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, the hottest planet. It's also considered the fleet-footed messenger god, Mercury. So mm-hmm. you move a little, little quick. Uh, Gemini men always have something to say. Considering you're an air sign, you're also long-ass winded. Um, their talkative nature pairs it's nicely. Tommy's not a Gemini. Yeah, I know. Uh, Their talkative nature pairs nicely with their natural curiosity and intelligence, since they usually know a little about everything and can easily hold a conversation on almost any topic. Their friendly personality allows them to get along with almost everyone they meet. There you go. I found some nice things to say about Gemini, because I have a feeling this book has not so nice things to say about Gemini males. I don't get along with everyone I meet. There are some people I meet that I hate. Yep, I know. You know why? Because Geminis also get easily bored. They're curious, clever, witty, flirty, bright, and easily, easily bored. Uh, They have almost an unquenchable thirst for new adventures and experiences, and if something or someone is no longer of interest to them, they'll quickly move on to the next person, place, or thing. As you can imagine, this Gemini characteristic can quickly cause problems in their relationships. Bored! Yep, I know. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for you to just, like, totally drop out of that. I thought it would be rude to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't interrupt me, but I know that you got bored. Oh, yeah. I thought about slamming my head on my book. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have something to say? Knower of many things and friendly? Yeah, very, very uh, intelligent and apparently very confident. And when I'm not confident, I've got a bunch of bravado to make up for it. I wonder if Daddy Trump is a Gemini. Fuck you. (laughs) 
You know he is. Ah, is he real? Do you not know? He's a Gemini? Yeah. (gasps) Do you not know? I just guessed that. I just totally guessed that. Hey, do you really not know? Because I was pissed about it when I found out last year. Oh. Not that he's a Gemini. That I share his birthday. Oh, no. He was born on Flag Day? Yep. He was born on June 14th. I was pissed when I found out last year. (laughs) I got real drunk that day. Oh, my gosh. That's... I'm sorry, but that's really funny that y'all are, like, juntos. You're, you're like, together uh, in mm-hmm. the Gemini sense. This book was written before his presidency when it was still assumed that he wasn't a... Uh... A total dill hole? Yeah. Oh, but he was always a dill hole, really. But, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Dill hole, racist, sexist, piece of shit, rapist. <gasps> also, this is pedophile. why... This is why this is why he's so chatty on Twitter because Gemini is probably the chattiest sign in the zodiac. Too bad he can't use Twitter efficiently. Gemini's are in a way easy to date because you can just let them do all the talking. Open with a topic, Funny thing is, any topic, and watch the Gemini roll with it. Any They're of our adaptable like any that. of our Twitter followers can tell you just how chatty I am on Twitter, which is a lot. No, no, it's like two tweets a week. Yeah, Twitter. I when I remember to do it, it's what it is. <laughs> Give me validation, damn it. I, I was trying to, but you interrupted L- Like my me. tweets. Oh, okay. Continue. Oh, God. Um, I didn't even say any words and you're already bored with me, you stupid Gemini. All right, the sign of Gemini is often referred to as the child of the Zodiac, and Gemini men really fit the bill. Just like a kid, Gemini men are happy and carefree as long as things go their way. But when they don't go their way, they'll quickly change their personality and become sulky or unruly. These males are full of youthful vitality and will generally look younger than their age. I have been told I look young. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. So why don't you tell me what our other resources for this episode have to say about the Gemini male. Once again, we're looking through the book Sextrology, the Astrology of Sex and the Sexes by Starsky and Cox. As opposed to Starsky and Hutch. Again, make the joke every time. I know, it's fantastic. It's a great joke. So, Gemini male is referred to as the, the good fellow. The good fellow. Like Goodfellas? Like the movie Goodfellas? Like Goodfellow like the Scar- brand? Scarton Morsese's Goodfellas? Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas? <sighs> I bet he's a Gemini too. <gasps> you know who's also probably a Gemini? Uh, one of your favorite actors who throws uh, stuff at his girlfriend. What? Jude Law? No, throws stuff at his girlfriend. No, who? One of your favorite actors. Who? Johnny Depp. He throws stuff at his girlfriend. Johnny Depp? Yeah. Oh, I do like He's him. abusive. Yeah. So as Paul Bettany, Mark Wahlberg, Mike Myers, Tupac Sakur was. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Mm. Good company so far. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, yeah. I'd people. probably do like half the guys on that Michael list. J. Fox, Jamie Oliver, Prince, Morrissey, Paul McCartney. Ooh. Dean Martin. Miles Davis, James Brown. That's Bob good Dylan. company. That makes up for the DTs. Ian Fleming. Lots of people. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. Wait, Morgan Freeman? Yeah. <gasps> That's cool. 
Thomas Hardy. Okay, get to it. Tommy Chong. Fred Goss. Danielle. Okay. <laughs> so, it is the good fellow. And as you said, uh, they are, they exemplify duality in life. They are two in one. They The best bogo. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they are... Uh, Somewhat of a rogue, constantly in conflict, and fighting against establishment views. Ooh. Fuck the police. Pretty much. Yeah. I I highlighted that because I have a huge problem with authority figures. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably why I haven't advanced very far in any career. (laughs) Uh, They gravitate towards media-driven professions. What do you know? Whoa, strange. I went to, to college for that kind of thing. Uh, something of a playboy, he nonetheless seeks to settle down with a real hometown type of girl, his perfect counterpart, with whom he hopes to share a lifestyle along, uh, along an American dream-like theme. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, so... Uh, they are ruled by the planet Mercury, as we said earlier. Uh, Mer- the god Mercury represents pure intelligence in the universe. The astrological principle of consciousness and the astrological third house attributes of commerce, community, and communication to which it gives rise. Where Aries is associated with masculine objective, uh, outward energy, and Taurus is with subjective feminine inward energy, Gemini is something of a two-way street. Where both dynamics are simultaneously in play. Ooh, interesting. So, in essence, you're very mercurial. You can kind of go hot and cold. You can kind of fit the situation. You can mold. Mm-hmm. You're you're able to kind of like flexible. You're able to fit in wherever you need to. You know, you can. Yeah. He's the thief and a liar. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, so you're basically a rogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he's notoriously clever. Ah. I did have to highlight that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, uh, Jim and I place strong emphasis on the role of uh, actual kith and kin in his life, but it also determines that he uh, nurture a family of friends, a small network or a band of brothers on whom he can rely for both affection and support. Much like a presidential cabinet. It's funny. <laughs> this episode's gonna be just Chris talking, and no one else on the other end. What do you, What do you mean? Because you're talking. Someone's just gonna get muted. Me? Because they keep bringing up someone. <laughs> I'm sorry, that hurts your ego. Maybe you should tell me how you really feel with all. So your words. the sign corresponds to the ages 14 through 21. All of his life, the Gemini smacks of teen spirit. Smells like teen spirit, Kurt Cobain. Uh, evidenced especially by his somewhat anxious attitude towards romance and sexuality. Ooh. When it comes to the opposite sex, life is like some eternal high school dance. A central, essential field of activity defined by the negotiation of friendly business and an outsized preoccupation with, with sexual hooking up. Ooh, okay, so very sex-driven, very physical-driven, and yet somehow intellectually stimulated. Very cool. Okay. 
Uh, he is often embarrassed by his sexual exploits, one moment bragging to his buddies, and the next sheepishly avoiding the subject. Hmm. I have had that experience so often. <laughs> Where you, like, brag, and then you like, oh, JK, I shouldn't talk about that? Yes. Oh, okay. So often. <clears throat> so, the sign of the Gemini, it personifies the knowledge of good and evil, and indeed, every pair of ideological opposites that exists under the sun. So every pair of opposites. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, it seems really broad. Yeah, they live in two worlds. Oh, it seems really broad. Uh-huh. It's weird. It's like all signs of the zodiac seem real broad, don't they? I mean, to an extent, but usually it's a little bit more specific. So the fact that it's just like everything that has an opposite, which is everything... The light and the dark. There's some, like, I don't know, Hobbit, Lord of the Rings reference there. Light and the dark. The good and evil. You are the Batman. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Something going on there. In darkest night and brightest day. There you go. Green Lantern, whatever, who cares a shit. There you go, that's the one. (laughs) So... The guy of the sign is simultaneously both sides of every coin. Oh, wow. Okay. While the girl of the sign is either or. Mm, She can be either or at any point, but the guy is usually both at once. Interesting. So really embodying the duality of the nature of of Gemini. Very interesting. Well, we'll get into the female next time, Mm -hmm. but tell me more about the male Gemini. He may be the most difficult sign to understand, though his exuberance makes him easy to love. He's oft considered the hardest to trust. Ooh, okay. To him, existence is chaos, a free-for-all. A ladder, if you would. A ladder? Chaos is a ladder. Peter Bitch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) With no rules except one, every man for himself. That is the crux of the story of Cain and Abel each of whom are purported to have a twin sister. So they were trying to relate it back to twins. <clears throat> Gemini always sees himself as an underdog, even when born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Gemini might be overshadowed by circumstances or other siblings, whatever the e- whatever the case, he feels that he must therefore make good in life. Mm, okay. And I highlighted this because that's how I feel all the time. So are you like chaotic? good or are you chaotic neutral personally i would define myself as chaotic good if we're going to go through that very Mm -hmm. strict rigid system of morality uh but no i mean that it's like they have to jim and i feel that they have to make their own destiny and i feel that very much yeah uh so uh uh, they often rely on bravado where pure bravery doesn't actually exist. So faking it till you make it. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> you worship the god Bullshitticus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, in literature, the character that most embodies this is Robin of Loxley. Robin, Robin of Hood. Loxley? Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, or... But, like, is it, like, the Men in Tights version, or... Uh, Robin Goodfellow, as his last name actually was. Oh, very cool. That's why it's the Goodfellow. Got it. Uh, 
Uh, that and uh, Puck. You know. From Shakespeare? Yeah. Yep. And uh, what's the other one that it brings up? Peter Pan. Peter Pan, the <laughs> ever child. Yep, that's part of this. Geminis are always children. Mm-hmm. I'm a child. Don't tell me what old I am. Uh, he cannot... <laughs> I had to highlight this one. Because I felt like so many people that I know would agree with this. He cannot be told he's mistaken. Ever. And there's a deep-seated reason why. The Gemini's personal belief system is the only solid element in his ever-changing world, despite, as Geminian Paul Weller put it, his ever-changing moods. Mm. Okay. So, we have a very strict moral code. And you live that to a T, and yeah. don't tell me that I'm wrong. Got exactly. it. Exactly. <clears throat> Fuck you, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Gemini man exists on the power of his own positive thinking. I need more positivity in life. Uh, undo one of his carefully crafted credos and you threaten to unravel all he's built up to house and protect him from what he perceives as the cruel chaos of the world. You know what that reminds me of? So people should t- stop telling me I'm wrong because yeah. it really hurts me psychologically according to this book. <laughs> if you want to uh, ruin my sweater, just pull this thread as I walk away. Thanks, Weezer. It's Africa. a Gemini song. Africa by Weezer. That's unrelated. Continue. Uh, if Gemini didn't adopt hard and fast prejudices, uh, proverbial bottom lines, and emphatically re- reinforced realizations, he might second guess every little thing he said and did. Hmm. Okay. Boy, so you I second don't second guess yourself, and you question yourself a lot, but you are sure about what you stand for. Boy, I don't do that. <laughs> I never question myself. Mm-hmm. Basically, it all comes down. To an outsized fear of death. More than any other sign, Geminis are afraid of dying. And because of that, they try to seek immortality in any way possible. Hmm. Which is why so many of them uh, flock to uh, uh, artistic and media endeavors to... uh, put art in the world and that's a way to live forever which i also had to highlight because i literally used to think that <laughs> i used to, i remember thinking when i first got to college i was like man i want to write a book so well known that thousands of years from now people will remember me mm-hmm. because i don't want to be forgotten i don't want to just fade away and i think that's pretty much like a human feeling too well, yeah, of course, the signs of the Zodiac, it's all, you know, BS. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a little bit of a human thing, too, but maybe your sign, maybe Gemini males kind of take that a little bit more to heart mm-hmm. than some. Interesting. Yeah. So he tries to make his mark on the world as a means of being remembered, thus living forever in the hearts and minds of mankind. He is dancing as fast as he can in hopes of infecting some semblance of eternal life, all the while whistling in the grave. Ooh, okay. And uh, this is when the Peter Pan comes in. 
the eternal boy. Mm. Never dies. <sighs> uh... So, uh, uh, Jim and I, I had to highlight this too. Uh, Jim and I, men and boys may learn to distrust other males in general, uh, except for their close knit circle of friends, their closely chosen circle of male friends. Uh, they distrust men. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, I had to highlight this again. A life he learns doesn't give handouts. As I said, they have to make their own destiny. You have to fight for your right to party. I quit. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> you have to rage, rage, rage against the dying of the light. There we go. That's better. Okay. <laughs> uh, he is highly self-conscious and thus employs wardrobe and grooming habits that telegraph the image he wants most to project, that he's an in-the-loop character. Now, some might say, I don't wear, like, clothes that, you know, I wear very simple clothes. Mm -hmm. That's also because I don't have much money. I will say, I feel like this book almost places a lot of focus on clothing and attire. This um, book seems to bet that you're making money. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would say if, if I had more money, I would be much more fashionable. But mm -hmm. I don't have any money, so I'm not fashionable. So I buy t-shirts. You know what? T-shirts are fashionable right now. Yeah. It's more than about being fashionable. It's about setting a trend. Oh, okay. Okay. I once, uh, for my birthday, was given a uh, personal stylist. So. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. I was very excited. It fell through, but I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <clears throat> Uh, he is suspicious of bourgeoisie sensibilities and the people who espouse them, and he makes it his point in his physical expression to set himself apart from that sociological sector. He feels most in tune with uh, the working class, even though he might not dress as the working class. Uh, he wants to be with them. Mm -hmm. Of the people. For the people. Mm -hmm. Got it. Fuck the police. There you go. Fight the power. Literally literally robin hood yeah yeah steals from the rich gives to the poor there you which go. is also duality yep there he you is go. embodying an immoral action or he's do doing an immoral action for a moral outcome right which is a lot of uh, this about the gemini male is that that makes sense uh that the ends justify the means thanos Possibly Gemini. Possibly. Who Continue. knows? He was a trendsetter. He, yeah. Yeah. He definitely he, left behind a legacy. He had a, a lot of bravado and he made his own destiny. Literally believed that he was destiny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, physically, uh, they are generally small boned, shorter, slighter. I don't know. Don't look at me. I'm tall. <laughs> uh uh, than other males in in his family. My brother's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> so that's accurate. Bullshit. And yet he holds himself in a puffed up stance, often determined to improve his masculature, musculature, sorry, uh, like some weedy teen forever attempting to put on mass. I've Interesting. Got, I've got a keg, so I don't need to put on mass. 
<laughs> and down to the naughty bits. The naughty bits. Tell me about the naughty bits. The Gemini is not the most heartily endowed of males. Rather, he's got two penises. What? He tends toward painfully average in the penile department. Aww. It's the same story testicle wise. Not too big, not too small. Just the right size to make the majority of Goldilockses out there feel right at home. There you go. I want big balls. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. That seems obscene. So anybody who's listening who's um, kind of interested in Chris, here's, oh. here's all the details you need. Hold up. The potential averageness of his package seems engineered to attract women who might be put off by either extreme. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. You don't want to have a Carrie and Mr. Big situation. He uh, feels per- feels perfectly fine in his own body and uh, willing to slip in and out of a Speedo uh, at any opportunity and not worried about either understuffing or overstuffing it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the one area where physical size might be an issue are his hands and feet, which can sometimes be so disproportionately small as to make one wonder how he keeps from toppling over. I do have small hands and feet. <laughs> That's scary accurate. <laughs> yes. Uh... As the consummate air sign, it's as if he doesn't require the groundings that others do. So. Yeah. He just flits along on his little, little dancer's feet. All right. Um, and now that we've kind of talked a little bit about some of the details, um, I think it's a good time to take a break. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Little baby dancer's feet. <laughs> You're do a little ballet for us. <laughs> so, Chris, you know about that really cool app you told me about called Podcoin? Podcoin? I do remember that. It's so neat. I love that I can go on there and listen to my favorite podcasts and earn Podcoins for them. They're called Podcoins? I think so. Something like that. Credits. We'll call them credits. Anyways, you can use those to buy things, or you can even donate them to a good cause. I love good causes. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know what's neat is that right now... Are you reading for me cue card? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, you can actually listen to our podcast, KinkCast, and it's actually a bonus podcast right now, so you can get extra points for listening to KinkCast. One and a half times. And I've even heard, Dana, that when you sign up with PodCoin, if you use the code KinkCast, that is the name of our podcast, capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, no spaces, that you'll get 300 bonus credits, pod coins, coins, whatever they're called, to use however you want. You can buy a gift card, you can donate to charity, you can buy some rice for people that are starving, or any number of things. That's fantastic. Well, if you haven't tried it out, we encourage you to check out PodCoin. Yes, PodCoin. Again, use the promo code KINKAST. That is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, all one word. And if you do forget to use it at your sign-up, use it right after you sign up. 
because you can still use it after you sign up. 300 credits, yay! little break yeah a little was... little vacation yeah took a little trip <laughs> heard from our friends so now i think it's time we move on to the fun part of the gemini tell me about the juicy well, bits i mean we just heard about the the juicy oh juicy yeah juicy bits yeah but now we're gonna learn about the uh the uh mentally juicy bits i guess Ooh, okay, this is important, because Gemini, as we know, is very, um, not sapiosexual, what's the term? Cerebral. They're very cerebral. Yes. Yes, we are. Thank you for recognizing that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, tell me about it. Uh, so, I hate this. The Geminian character... That word pops up so much in this book, and it is <laughs> a struggle for me to pronounce. Uh-oh. Uh, the Geminian character who sees life as an eternal crossroads focuses on proper setting wherein he and the woman might literally intersect. So he's basically trying to set up the best scenarios. He's not like, you know, trying to be all like sexy and seducing, but more like, Oh. Atmospheric. Yeah. Let me set the atmosphere. Let me. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's Am like I, on the right I, page? I want you to be seduced by yourself and by me. Ooh. Okay. So like, I I've set up all these plans that will all come to fruition with uh, us boning. So in a way, like a schemer, but not in like a bad way. Like Littlefinger. <laughs> oh so less evil yeah less evil yeah he had some boning problems himself but i don't think he had problems boning he owned a he, whorehouse he had problems boning the a, ones he wanted sorry, to bone he owned a uh, sex worker house there you go there you go <laughs> what's now what did they call him the show what is it called in the old times okay whatever a brothel Yes, a brothel. <laughs> but, uh, so, one of the things about Gemini is that they like building, like I said, they like building situations. That means their entire environment. As we talked about previously, they uh, they like to dress up, mm-hmm. but not up to the standards of someone else. Like I said, they, they'll have, like, the most expensive clothing, but you won't be able to tell that they have the most expensive clothing. Oh, okay. So it's like understated. Yes. Okay. Uh, one of the things the book p- points out is that uh, if any guy were to have a vintage waterbed or rotating circular bed or one housed in a giant lucite martini glass, it Ooh. would be our groovy twins guy. No shit. But that he, would be so cool. This is the guy that has the bang pad. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, op- <laughs> he opens the door and... Like the the disco ball drops down from the ceiling, starts spinning around, lighting the whole thing up, and there's just a waterbed there, 
And then he's got all the tear off clothing, just like. So essentially, Austin Powers. Yes. <laughs> That's much better than what I was thinking of. Oh. Just Quagmire. Oh, yes. I was also thinking about that. Zap, Gra- Zap Brannigan? No. Um, that show with the Big Bang Theory, Howard, and his bedroom. It's like he's got like the leather, or not leather, leopard print sheets. And like the crossed like lightsabers on the wall because he's like a super nerd, but he's also like twenty four seven horny. I don't know. I used to watch that show. It's been a long time, but that was just a thing I thought of. Unrelatable. Oh, oh, oh okay, all right. Uh, for our fans, I don't watch Big Bang Theory, and that's why I'm your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm no one's favorite. <laughs> uh, but uh, he'll light candles, lubricate a would-be lover with liquor, even present her with a couple of thoughtful gifties, so long as it will help clinch the deal. Ooh. Everything about him says he's the slickest bachelor, the perfect date, if not the ultimate mate. Wow. Okay. So very scene setting, very into romance and seduction and kind of like playing the, not the long game, but the thorough game. The thorough game, yes. Okay. Um, another one I'm thinking of is, that is very apropos, is probably Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, where one of the things that they point out in this is that... Uh, young Gemini men are focused on the end goal of sex and not the end goal of relationship. Mm-hmm. So they're uh, like a kind of hit it and quit it kind of. Oh no. Yeah. So uh, all of this setup, all this, you know, stage decoration, mm-hmm. it's all just for boning. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. You know what else this reminds me of? If you say Big Bang Theory again, I'm going to no. have to bleep you. No, don't bleep me. Okay, so if you, I, I'm a fan of nature documentaries. Are you familiar with this tiny little puffer fish? The male will like make this super ornate like pattern in the sand on the bottom of the, um, of the ocean to attract a female and protect the eggs. And then once the boning's done, like that's it. And the whole thing like gets destroyed. Yeah, that's the, every animal in the, animal kingdom does that mm, birds not just the male though so birds because gemini's they're they're an air sign oh okay all right all right a I'm lot just... of the a lot of the puns that this book uses that i intentionally did not use are all about birds oh wow but yeah, okay but they've got the whole like mating display with mm. they they peacock okay all right all right they the peacock, peacock move cock. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right as it was on TV, as it is in nature, the Gemini. And, like his winged friends, the Gemini fellow believes that the male who puts on the best show wins. He wants to be thought of as fun. So, come, we'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then come. But, <laughs> but uh, Mercury is not only the god of jesters and clowns, but also of liars and cheats. Ah, the schemer side of things. Yeah, a blend of nice and naughty qualities that as befits a ruler of this dual sign. 
Oh, that's right, because you have both sides, so you're seductive, but you're also mm-hmm. a little bit of a schemer. Okay, there's a little bit and of both. And as we learned, the male Gemini is both at the same time. Yes. So they'll tell you something to your face while mm-hmm. leaving the opposite inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Possibly. Not true. Possibly. But <laughs> maybe. You're Definitely like, not true. You're, like, explaining this, but also being, like, mildly defensive, like... Hmm. This this is only this is what the book says, but uh, mm. yeah, that's fair. Mm. <laughs> I tried to leave out the bad points of this. No, I didn't. But, <laughs> but yeah, there was some stuff I was a little offended by. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a Gemini inhabits at least two worlds at once. No matter how squeaky choir boy a neighborhood character he appears. He often has more experience with life's shadier dealings than most males. You are Littlefinger. You are Littlefinger. Littlefinger is like a perfect example of this. It really is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, especially season one Littlefinger. Yeah. Where everyone, he is is lying to literally everyone the entire time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a good show in season one. Too bad about season eight. We won't get into that. (laughs) So cunning is he that with a word or mischievous glint, this little devil, as his mercury glyph suggests, can send shivers racing up and down a girl's spine. Ooh. He can talk a girl into orgasm, apparently. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's all about that seductive tongue, silver tongue, whatever. Yeah. But astrology's firstborn son of Mercury inherits his patron's hocus-pocus to such an extent that the little scamp inevitably scams his way into a woman's drawers, if not her heart, when she least expects it. Interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to think of a good example. Yeah, I've had a lot of experience with being friends with people before sleeping with them so which can sometimes be a good thing especially if it turns into like a more long-term relationship right like because then you did friends before thing wait what's that, <laughs> that what's a, you said you said a word what's it as something, a gemini a something I know re- yeah relay uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand that word yeah yeah it's, it's complex yes yeah. long term Long term. That's not a thing that part of you, your your Gemini self, would understand, I no, guess. That, that hurts me when you say please. Uh, <laughs> that's a no-no word. <laughs> we don't use that word here. Long-term. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm kidding. Okay, how about this? Long-term fuck buddy. There you go. Mm. It's kind of what you're looking for. No? no, I am looking for a long-term relationship. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why I'm so sad all the time. Aww. Yeah. I inhabit two worlds at once. You do. Pretend to be happy. There you go. Fake it till you make it. All right. Just like Littlefinger with Catelyn. Yeah. Except for a little bit less, like, stalkery. Creepy-ish. Well, this this part gets stalker and creepy. Oh. Caught unawares, a woman feels no harm in giving over to kissing this lovable rogue with whom the mere idea of sex seems more... Like light confection than does me than does serious invasion. 
This is what the Gemini hopes. Hmm. Combined facility and elfin quickness will see him slipping a woman out of her dress in no time. Indeed, there isn't a guy in the Zodiac who can go from zero to 69 faster than him. It says that? Hell yeah, it does. Uh, but it does get creepy because it is kind of talk like it's kind of saying that like yeah the 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 female partner of the male gemini is a lot of times not expecting to have sex and Mm -hmm. then it's just it's like it escalates from friendship to let's bang in like two seconds yeah ah interesting well it's more like the way it's described it's it escalates from friendship to literally banging and then not realizing how they got there yeah that happens. That makes sense. Yeah, I just, I, I I felt like I had some issues with this, personally. Okay. But I can't see how that could happen. Yeah. Like a, as a consent issue, or mm-hmm. what? Well, the way it was described is like, oh, she she's not even aware that something's happening, and then she's just banging him. Like, oh, oh, I don't think it means that. I think it just means like... You know, you go from, like, being friendly to being, like, intrigued to being, like, I really want to bang this person really quickly. That makes more sense. I don't think it's quite so much about, like, she doesn't know what's going on. That would make it more of a violation, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't think it means that you're, like, that Geminis are, like, prone to causing scenarios of, like, violation. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> As a Gemini, I am both never hard on myself and I am always hard on myself. <laughs> but just you know, for the, for the sake of the audience, be sure to say into the microphone too that but you're always hard. There you go. I'm just kidding. I'm not always hard because I would have to go to the hospital for that. Yeah. <laughs> More than four hours a day, and no. got to get that shit lanced. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Please continue. The Gemini is the eternal teen who forever credits a date on the basis of her being easy and thus non-threatening to his bachelor status. Hmm. The airier the head a girl has, the more amusement he'll have in messing with it, not to mention coaxing it to perform its namesake act. Head. Ooh, there you go. So uh, I disagree with that. As as I've talked about on previous episodes, uh, I can't find, I can't, I, I've turned down girls who I have found out were dumb. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because really, you want somebody that's smarter. Yes, I do, personally. Yeah. So, I disagree with this. Cause, okay. Yeah, I've had friends that were trying to hook me up with one of their girlfriends. Yeah. And uh, once I like was talking with them, it was, oh, you're like shallow yeah yeah you're like a bad person and not smart (laughs) that's a bad combo i can't talk with you and i want to be i want to be intellectually challenged when i'm talking with someone Mm -hmm. so that's hard for me to you know yeah to tolerate yeah (laughs) makes sense so i disagree maybe this means just maybe this book part of the book is just talking about the easy play or it could mean that the zodiac doesn't mean anything. It's it's true. I'm just trying to, uh, I don't know, take into consideration the possibility. But yeah, what's next? Well, the long-term relationships that the 
Gemini male engages in, he essentially looks for a clone of himself. Ooh. Which would fit. That makes sense. The Gemini. The Gemini's main squeeze must be intelligent. It's like goes back into what I just said after I said that the book is wrong. <laughs> he is truly respectful of a woman's mind, at least one who wouldn't fall for his usual tricks. Gemini indeed looks for a girl with a similar upbringing to his own, or one from the same geographical location or social stratum. He prizes personal class over the culturally assigned highfalutin variety, seeking the sort of street-wise nobility that comes from living by one's wits, cherishing the kind of hearty spiritedness in a woman, a folksy sophistication that might have characterized a heroine in 20th century Depression-era wartime Hollywood films. That's a mouthful. Yes, which is also almost perfectly describes my type. <laughs> so very strange. So we just got to figure out what sign that is. Yeah. If I could meet a Peggy Carter. <gasps> okay. Like, that's like my type. Yeah, yeah. It's like the heroine who is punching Sweet. oppression in the mouth and running her own way and yeah. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. So when he... We're going to talk about like when they're in a relationship. Sure. So when he's in a relationship, he makes a woman feel as if she's known him all her life. You know. He really pours it on, adjusting his signature affects away from presenting the swinging single persona to painting a picture of a sure bet relationship material and family man. Ooh, so you gotta get rid of all your uh, disco balls and... Stuff, or just like ease it, ease it up a little bit. Well, yeah, because this is <laughs> this is after the you know yeah yeah the heyday. This is after the Roaring Twenties. There you go. There you go. That's the, that's the one. Yeah, it's when he's ready to settle down. He throws away the knickknacks and mm-hmm. patty wax, and he's no longer giving that dog a bone. <laughs> he wants to find. He wants to find his dog. But he can bone. Oh, forever. I don't like your use of the word dog, but continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he and his life mate must man their separate battle stations, all hands on deck, bat- battening down the hatches. So he essentially sees it as them versus the world. Mm-hmm. So as as we talked about in the previous part, like it, he sees it as the world against him. Mm-hmm. And so his his partner, his life partner, has to be someone that, like, the two of them are you know, striking out. That they are the team that must, you know, yeah, succeed against all odds. That's so cool. Like a partner in crime. Yeah. I like that. I, I believe it does use that term specifically. Oh, good. To Gemini, the odds are always at least half stacked against them. So this part diverges a little bit and goes into, like, the career Oh, section. yeah. I feel like that almost goes out of order, like in this book. It's, Sometimes this, it's like the sex stuff first and then like well, it's personality still in the, and the sex career. section too. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's strange. It's just the relation part of the sex section mm-hmm. and then for some reason it does career. Uh, so Gemini's essentially are like extremely hard workers and they expect other people to see that of them. There's mm-hmm. another thing that uh, is very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of this, but is again, the zodiac home. is bullshit. Don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being too much the 
Buzzy Drone often sees him typecast into that role and thus overlooked for promotion or professional advancement. <laughs> this does happen to you every once in a while. Every job I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and thus, in an obsession to machete his own path through life's jungle, and thus emerge a self-made man. I hate this book for being so accurate sometimes. That is very, like, specific. It's impressive. Yeah. Uh, podcasting? <clears throat> what? <laughs> sometimes I actually, like, I don't know. Okay, okay, here's my take on horoscopes, briefly. It does seem like the majority of it is bogus because a lot of it is so broad. It's not very specific. But then mm-hmm. sometimes I'm reading something and I'm like, that's right on the nose. Dang it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, My worldview doesn't allow me to believe this stuff. But at the same time, it's uncanny. And some it would be super nice if the world was magic. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Except for all of this is just pretty... Pretty close. But this is all bullshit magic stuff. But what what if? You never know. Never know. Alright, sorry, continue. There is my spiel. Nothing is more important to Gemini than garnering respect for his of the people persona, especially from his partner, who should applaud him, his Robin Hoodness. His own maid Marion must support his swashbuckling worldly endeavors appreciating his attempts to make the world a better place, particularly for her, though not always by employing the most above-the-board means. A Gemini male has a me-you-and-me-against-the-world attitude in a relationship. Right, you said that. You and me, doll. <laughs> We're uh, going to paint the town red. Gemini is Machiavellian to the core, and, and making good often means playing by the rules of the streets. Hell yeah. There you go. (laughs) Everyone who knows me knows I come from the streets. (laughs) I'm not going to use that voice again. Gemini is is generally not chauvinistic. Actually, he tends to consider women a whole lot smarter than men, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. Before recording, we had talked about, like, how... I generally do see women as smarter than men. Still, he believes that the fairest sex should be protected from the world, which, as he sees, is rife with evil. Very noble. Yeah, very Robin Hood. Yeah, very hold hold the door open and stand uh, stand beside the street when walking with the lady kind of man. Aww. I like this dude. He sounds like a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, call me. <laughs> Slip into those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we know that the Gemini man is very fashionable. Oh, yeah. But uh, understated. He, he likes to set trends, though. Okay. Like, he likes, to, uh, he likes to show himself as the image of the working man. He's the champion of the working man, even though he might not be. <laughs> okay. So uh, it is very important to him that his mate is also very fashionable. Ooh, okay. And to that end, he might buy them clothes and require them to dress a certain way. Ooh, okay, so maybe there's a little bit of a control issue? Or just want, just a want for them to be fashionable. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, He isn't into opulence. Rather, he has a modish 
trendy aesthetic that he might gain pleasure in achieving through a bit of DIY. DIY. Ooh. Yeah. So, like, making your own stuff or having somebody, like, make bespoke stuff that's just yours? Yes. Okay. That is essentially, like, he likes bespoke stuff. Right. You know, as I said earlier, he won't be the... He'll be the guy that is with everyone that's wearing, like, business suits that isn't wearing the business suit. Mm -hmm. He's wearing something else. But whatever he's wearing is more expensive than any of the business suits. Ah, okay. Which, as I said last time... A la Tony Stark. Yes. Tony Stark's usually very fashionable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when he wears his, like, sports coats and everything, it's not just, like, a suit. Mm -hmm. Something else. Uh, So uh, he encourages his mate to work, uh, because two incomes are always welcome in the twins' household. Mm Mm-hmm. But he is also very adamant about having children. And most importantly, he'll want to have them young. Oh, wow. Because it looks better for photos. Oh, no. That is true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so have kids when they're young because it looks better for photos? hmm In what sense? I guess I don't understand that. Well, the, the Gemini male is always presenting himself to the world. And so if he can present his family as being like, very trendy and very fashionable. Oh, okay. That the, makes sense. The prettier the children, you know, the better. Yeah. And having them young while y'all are still young. That makes sense. That makes sense. I guess in my mind I was thinking like, oh, they probably wouldn't want to have kids because they are kids, right? They have that like mm-hmm. um, childlike kind of spirit. So I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm a... Uh, I, there's another thing that uh, hits pretty on the head, but mm. I'm, I'm only 28, ladies, so. <laughs> <clears throat> As of the time of this release, I'm only 28. <laughs> uh, that's not too old yet. No. Uh, As a couple, he and his mate, for the lack of a better word, date other couples. This doesn't mean fucking other couples. That means, like, you know, they have... A second couple that they always are hanging out with. Right. So they're they're dating them. Uh, quote, going steady in foursomes with the Gemini typically playing the ringleader. Guiding his merry band through many bacchanalias. Going slightly out of bounds in partying and just enough so that emotions run high. Laughs become more riotous. Run-ins more dramatic and flirtations more frequent and acceptable. Ooh, Okay. A motley crew. So he might squeeze the other lady's leg under the table, reinforcing the fact that even though he's married, it doesn't mean Peter Pan is six feet under. Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, His mate will be one to roll her eyes, fully aware that her winking man is eternally steeped in the teenage sort of courtship ritual. So your perfect mate would understand. Yeah. Yeah. My, My reading of this is like, okay, it's just, you know, they're flirty, but mm-hmm. you know, we always know who he's going to go home to. Oh, yeah. Because he is loyal. It said that. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, they're... Let's just continue. <laughs> we'll, All right. We'll, we'll see what the book continues to say. The Gemini, being only human in his fa- in his failings, 
which might easily include slipping the salami to some other girl. Uh-oh. Not loyal. He convinces himself putting himself out there is how he can provide for his family. Twins man can, res- can rationalize anything, his usual disclaimer being something along the lines of, I love her, but I got needs. <sighs> he may feel he's doing his mate a favor, not subjecting her to her to his more lewd longings. Ooh, okay. Because one of the things that the book does point out is that the Gemini is pretty kinky, but not in a long-term relationship. Ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> I disagree with this as well. But, yeah, that's what the book says. So, who are you going to believe? Magical <laughs> mysticism or whatever. <clears throat> when it comes to sex... The Gemini consciously considers what it takes to be good in bed. The twins guy uses his head, and nobody is better with his hands. As befits his planet's rule of communication, Gemini is not just a cunning linguist. His oral skills extend to the bedroom as well. If speed is the aim, no guy can get a girl off quicker. Wow. So, definitely with the skills necessary for twins to like <laughs> what what is you gotta do it loud enough so they can hear oh high oh. five yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay what else does it say <laughs> the twins will actually make it his mission to overcome any carnal shortcomings so yeah he's so always maybe uh... maybe despite any kind of physicality you like more than make up for it in skill yeah okay all right. And uh, he's always into a practice makes perfect kind of thing. Oh, there you go. And again, what he makes, what he lacks in true confidence, he makes up for in bravado, which translates into putting on the air of a powerful, badass stud, telling a woman how he plans to ransack her while working his foreplay magic, using this, those sign-ruled hands during intercourse to bolster the excitement and quicken a woman's pace to match his signature own. Oh, yeah, they're also very fast. Uh, He'll twiddle, squeeze, bite, pinch, lick, and blow while poking, providing a woman with the feel of a full-body climax, no pale substitute in the end for a straight-on plowing. In some cases, he may seek to overcome a sense of sexual inferiority through dominant roleplay. Wow. All right. I think we need to get through this. Don't we still have a lot more to go? Oh, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. For the Gemini male, sex must always, first and foremost, be fun. He'll root out every corner of a female's fantasy life, urging her to admit and submit to her kinkiest longings. He drives on experimentation and detests routine. And the curse of his sign is that his inherent curiosity drives him to experience all that human curios- human sexuality has to offer. Interesting. Very cool. Okay, so... He's rarely one to shunned away by something too depraved Mm, okay they have a wee voyeuristic streak and he is specifically turned on by the idea of tag teaming a female with another fellow just so long as he doesn't play second banana (laughs) so you're already wait a gemini is already like two personalities in one but seems okay like with playing with others like in terms of you know, you're dating a couple as a couple, and then you're also, like, willing to, like... I don't know, you, you play well with others. Mm-hmm. 
uh, usually aware of natural homosexual uh, feelings early in life and perhaps part and parcel of being born under the neutral uh, rule of the planet Mercury, he's willing to accept any duality within himself as just one more personal paradox. In fact, there's a strong bisexual nature in all straight Gemini men, if only a purely mental predisposition. We're into the homosexual okay. part now. Uh, he's attracted to intellectuals, who, which raises one of the most misunderstood inferences regarding Gemini as a whole. Those born under the twins are typically credited with being brainy in their own right, when in fact it is a need to be stimulated mentally that characterizes the sign. Ooh, okay. So what gay Gemini men look for in a relationship is a total mover-shaker, but they are not highly motivated themselves necessarily. Mm -hmm. So they still are like seeking out you know, it's us versus the world, mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily have to be me and my supporting cast versus the world. It could be my leader and me versus the world. Okay, so they, they're kind of like in search of the right navigator to help them kind of traverse the trials of life, but maybe not be a leader so much as a follower. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so the Gay Gemini Twins uh, seeks a soulmate, someone with whom he cannot achieve wholeness in his life. There's a sense of Gemini and his lover having been hatched from the same egg. He goes for a guy his own age and of approximately his same size and stature. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Gemini man thrives on fun and excitement, and being able to share a stirring social life with his lover is a crucial requirement for their success. He especially enjoys indulging in his more overt bottom fantasies, Particularly if that feature is solely lacking in his relationship. So, Ooh, okay, that makes that that's an interesting factoid. So, if they're not the bottom in the relationship, they'll be the bottom out of the relationship. Mm. And when he does seek out pleasure outside of the relationship, it is mostly for his to please his own ego. Okay. And his own sense to please others. So uh, he wants to be wholly subservient to a sexual badass. That's what it says. Wow. In a relationship or out, out of, of the relationship? Out of the relationship. Totally or subservient to if he, a badass. If he's not getting that in the relationship, yeah. that's what he will seek out. <clears throat> All right. So kind of maybe looking for a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah. Or a dominating kind of personality. Yeah. So the... Straight Gemini male is dominant, mm -hmm. and the gay Gemini male is submissive. Okay. And that's that's that. We've got uh, the part that I haven't read yet. <laughs> All right. Do I get to do that? Well, uh, do you want to go through the straight turn-ons and the gay turn-ons, and then move on to the couplings, which yes. I am very interested in because I have not read? Ooh, you haven't read it. Okay. So... I can do that. Okay. So let's start with the straight turn-ons. Um, straight Gemini man is usually turned on by smaller women, homegirls, redheads, hourglass figures, white panties, snake eyes. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, that's when you roll two dice and you <laughs> both get ones on both of them. 
I guess. I mean, that turns me on like hardcore. Uh huh. Um, long legs. Okay. Um, yes. Male and female and female threesomes. Girl on girl porn. Little mm. boy role play. High class hookers. That would explain our discussion on Pretty Woman. On Pretty Woman, yeah. She's not high class in that. I'm I'm joking. It was just a hooker reference. She's hot. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, light B and D. Um, active oral, active humiliation, spanking, mind games, high heels, peep shows, strip tees, G strings, lingerie, manicured muffs. Ooh, got to get that twins symbol, like, etched into the muff there. Um, singing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> singing. Swinging. Swapping. Giving pearl necklaces. Lipstick. Nail polish. And tag teaming. I would say that is maybe 50% correct. Oh, okay. All right. The redhead, definitely. Uh... <laughs> Shorter girls. Shorter girls, yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, pearl necklaces, no. No. I don't think it means the kind that you're thinking of. I, I think it means the kind that I am thinking of. <laughs> Very specifically, oh, I am okay. pretty aware of the kind uh-huh, that uh-huh. I'm oh, thinking okay. of. That's not something that I uh, have ever been not your thing attracted mm-hmm. to. But yeah, there there was a surprising bit of that that I would Is agree accurate. with. Okay. All right. Well, um, there are lots of gay turn-ons as well um, for the Gemini man. These are bottoming sugar daddies, hairy chests. Um, Nothing quite like a super nice blanket that's built in, right? Um, Like Austin Powers. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. Legs. Uh, Oh, sorry. Hairy chest and legs. Um, Oh, that was one of the things. Yeah. Long legs. Like legs are great. Yeah. Uh, rough trade, bears, bikers, truckers, passive uh, B&D, and passive light S&M, briefs, jockstraps, circle jerks, forced submission, um, clubs, private sex parties, goatees, nipple clamps, piercings, dirty talk, phone, cyber uh, talk, gangbang fantasies, group sex, passive rimming, Swallowing, passive teabagging, slaving, leather, rubber, and latex, light scat, and gay outings or cruises. Is it just me, or does the gay turn-ons feel much more explicit than the straight turn-ons? Um, I mean, maybe. That would make sense. I can see that, because it's like, what's specifically about some of these things? I don't know. I guess it's... I don't know. I had I thought I had an idea and then it just slipped away. Like like a little buttered pig. I don't know. Well, as someone who's not a gay Gemini male, uh, I will just say that uh, goatees are the worst thing that have ever been worn on a man's face. <laughs> uh, so I disagree with my uh, my gay brothers in in that if that is true. To each their own, man. All right. Um, Let's talk about the couplings. Um, The Gemini man and the Aries woman. They'll take a party approach to life. He's a rousing, robust sexual ride. She seems built for speed. A sordid one-night stand could fuse them as best friends. 
They're a liberated pair. Threesomes are standard. Um, with the Taurus woman, they're two extravagant individuals drawn to the promise of glamour uh, the other offers. Life is a whirlwind. Their every move is contingent on the current trend. In bed, he likes a quick fix. She favors more drawn-out sessions. With the Gemini woman, slick, innovative Geminis come together fast and furiously. At first, it's a blast, a social, sexual, creative whirlwind. But making a deeper commitment is challenging. He's restless, and her disquiet increases. So that's strange, because my reading of this I, I i haven't read any of these mm-hmm. or the uh the gemini female but i was like it seems like the gemini w- woman is the like closest bond with the gemini men see that's what i'm kind of curious about but it seems kind of like that with every sign like to an extent and then you find out actually that just doesn't work for some mm-hmm. reason or another that just doesn't work But with the cancer woman, he's a man of action, a guy with great prospects. She's that someone who will see him through struggles. Their rapport seems caustic, constant quipping calls for patience. In bed together, they're constantly trying new tricks. With the Leo woman, they have so much in common. Commitment to family, appetite for achievement, a love of lavish spending. Happily, they allow each other plenty of personal space. Sexual independence is often admissible as well. That sounds like the Leo woman might be. Yeah. Well, I mean, my... Cersei Lannister is pretty hot. <laughs> She's a lion as far as I Yes. Know. Yeah. Then there's the Virgo woman. With the Virgo woman, first impressions are deceiving. He seems perfect. She calls to mind mater- uh, mighty maternal figures from his past, but they're two fickle souls troubling to find a through line. Still, they enjoy plot twists along the way. Erotic sex is their asset. With the Libra woman, there's a natural flow, an easy rhythm into which they fall, often forever. If one attempts to take the upper hand, their groove turns into a grind. Creative freedom is crucial. Sexual drama is alien to such cool characters. It's all about ease. With the Scorpio woman... Okay, well, it sounds like the, this one might be the best one. It's hard to say. I think we should go through all of them before we think too much about it because okay. some of these are interesting. <clears throat> um, with the Scorpio woman, uh, there's living proof that chemical attraction exists. There's a tug too powerful to resist. Pheromones are flying. Other aspects are less harmonious. Ideologically, there's opposition. But in the long run, their lust won't wane. Which one was that one? That's the Scorpio woman. So Scorpio's a Republican. (laughs) With the Sagittarius woman, she lives large. He invites such expansiveness, living vicariously. She believes his strengths offset her weaknesses. Sex is touchy-feely with lots of flirtatious foreplay. She encourages his looter tricks and touches. With the Capricorn woman, the Cap is a conquest for Gemini. For the goat, he's a guilty pleasure in her otherwise serious existence. Still, they share an interest in all things au courant. Fashion, news, culture. In bed, she takes control. He's not complaining. The Aquarius woman. Their only concern is pleasing each other. He's her ideal fling. She relishes the role of minx and mentor. 
free-spiritedness creates a combined social and political consciousness. Sex is robust and randy. That one sounds very positive, too. Those the yeah. Aquarius? Yeah. Um, with the Pisces woman, they share a classy cosmopolitan sensibility, a worldliness that allows them to live large beyond the status quo. A divide-and-conquer approach to career means they often make it big. In bed, she's a queen. So there's all kinds of really good matches yeah, there, really. It sounded like Gemini had a lot of positive matches and then a few very negative ones. Right. Yeah, the Aquarius, the Pisces, and the... Sagittarius sounds good, too. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of them that stood out as, like, these are, like, very positive-sounding relationships. Mm-hmm. The Leo. Yeah. Yeah, some of these sound really good. And then the the gay Gemini man... There are lots of pairings that are also probably pretty good. All right, the gay Gemini man and the Aries man. Their effect on each other is visceral, the beginning of a total transformation. With dominant Aries, Gemini expresses his submissive side, thriving on drama. Life is heightened. Sexually, they're two halves of a whole. With the Taurus man, yeah, with the Taurus man, Gemini's interest is primarily sexual. Taurus feels a profound emotional pull. When it works, life feels free and easy. Sexually, they click. Gemini plays slave to the big lug Taurian master. Roles are also reversed. The Gemini man with the Gemini man. The double twins bond smacks of boyhood romance, like the love between two naive campmates. They're all about style and trend. This duo is distinguished by youthful ebullience that outsiders find appealing. Yeah, this one sounded to me like the two best because it said like the two of them are hatched from the same egg. That's what it said. So yeah. It was weird that that didn't sound as positive as it made it seem earlier on in the passage. Yeah. I feel like we'll encounter that a lot, um, especially with like the same pairings, you know? With the Cancer Man, Cancer has a rare insight into the Geminian character. He's not put off by a slick veneer. Together, they find an emotional center. Over time, mutual caretaking becomes their raison d'etre. Sex is dramatic, passionate. With the Leo Man, these guys see great possibilities in getting together. Often, a bit of exploitation takes place. Leo is smitten with the Tricky Twins guy who seems to have no shortcomings. In bed, Gemini hankers for saucier sessions. With the Virgo man, they're buzzed in each other's company. In a literal sense, partying is a preferred pastime. They're prone to rage, so tempers will flare. Sometimes fights feel dangerous. Frequent timeouts are taken. In bed, they're boisterous. So probably not a good match there with the Virgo man. Sounds like they're going to be doing a lot of Hate fucking. Yeah, yes, definitely. With the Libra man, these boys should agree to disagree, but a strong attraction exists. It's like going to bed with a best friend. Lively arguments lead to heated reconciliation sex. Well, never for mind. both, I yeah. Change my mind. <laughs> for both, fooling around should be fun and frisky. So, really, that hate sex comes this, at the Libra yeah. man. Apparently, the the Gemini and the Libra woman were like super entwined Mm -hmm. like they were great together but uh, not the not the gemini man and the libra man right 
Um, the Gemini man and the Scorpio man. Scorpio is subversive. Gemini is the happy, shiny creature who exists on the inside track of life. Often, this is simply a sex thing. The twins entertain prostitution fantasies, and stern Scorpio longs to enslave. With the Sagittarius man, volatility is their shibboleth. Gemini's I'm glad you got the hard words. <laughs> Gemini's temperamental nature knows no bounds. The archer is a fiercely fickle fellow. One or the other may be unwilling to commit. Still, at least for a few nights, this pairing is unparalleled. So, good for a good time, not for a long time, Mr. Sagittarius man. That archer's going to be doing some piercing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for jokes like that in a few months. Yeah. (laughs) The Capricorn man. Financial gain might inspire this twosome's togetherness. Little wonder tensions arise if resources dwindle. Taunting each other is a way to play. They call it quipping. Sex is dirty. The kinkier, the better. With the Aquarius man, Gemini's fantasy of being devoured by a big bad man. Aquarius is the sometimes scary supreme sign of the Zodiac. This is a dynamic and exhilarating ride for two intellectually inclined guys. And finally, the Pisces man. Gemini is the little brother to the Pisces mentor. The odd fish guy will abuse such influence, reducing a green Gemini to a mere minion. Sex is masterful, both an erotic work of art and a chance for Pisces to dominate. A minion like Kevin, Bob, and Stewart? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Banana? Interesting. I, I don't know what that is. You've never seen Despicable Me? Oh, yes. Kevin, Bob, yes. and Stewart are the three main ones. Oh, they have names? I didn't know that they had names. Wow. I just know that they talk in their own language and they're really cute. Yeah. Banana. It's one of the main things they say. Yeah. Because they're yellow. Right. Also, all of the, I don't know, prequels for, not prequels. There's only one prequel. Um, It's called Minions. Yeah. <laughs> and that stars Kevin, Bob, and Stewart. <clears throat> of course. Of course. Not that I've seen it. Yeah. Because I have Right. Uh-huh. I just know a lot about yeah. it. Yeah. You just know something about everything because you're a Gemini. I'm a minion, apparently. If I ever get in a relationship with Pisces. There you the go. The fish man. The fish man. Well, this is interesting. I feel like I know a lot more about you now. I feel like I have learned a lot about myself is what I would say if I believed any of this. Do you feel exposed? Like, oh no, now all the listeners know too much? What We're on like episode, what, 70-something? Yeah, this 80-something. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, I feel like... Anything that would have been exposed would have been exposed a while ago. That makes sense. If you find my dick pics online, please send them to me because I haven't seen them even. <laughs> Who took those? Where, where'd you find them? Um, <laughs> also, if you're interested in hitting up Chris, you can reach him at bleep. No. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my phone number is 21 bleep 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 bleep. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this has been enlightening. I really, I'm going to be interested to get into the Gemini woman um, because I know whenever, Me too. Ah, 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 when we talked about the Taurus man and the Taurus woman, it was interesting to kind of see the way that those were similar in a lot of ways in mm-hmm. terms of like um, 
you know, their, their temperament and their personalities. But then a lot of times that kind of, um, manifested differently in a woman rather than a man. So it'll be interesting to see these same traits of like Robin Hood and Peter Pan and like forever young, but also like very much a preparer, a seducer, um, maybe a little bit of a, a I don't know, a strayer, yeah. a strayer. And how it, how it comes out in a feminine form. Right. It'll be interesting to see that. So I'll be excited to kind of get into that. Hopefully, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you should definitely check out our other episodes, whether they're astrological or not. We have topics on all kinds of things at this point. Um, you should definitely write into us if you're interested in um, uh, defending uh, the way that we, we presented Gemini. Um, yeah, if you believe in the Zodiac, come at me. <laughs> You know, I'm not not gonna believe some of this because some of it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. I believe in ghosts and God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't believe in either. Uh, that's not for this podcast. That's for a different <laughs> podcast. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk philosophy another time. But no, that's it's interesting. All right. But definitely, if you have some feedback for us, reach out to us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at kinkcastpodcast, on Facebook at kinkcastpodcast, or where else can you find us? Uh, well, the main place you can find us is uh, on iTunes. On iTunes. So uh, if you do find us on iTunes, and please do, uh, or whatever podcast you subscribe to, but... Give us a review on iTunes, because nothing helps out a podcast more than the reviews. Literally nothing helps out a podcast more than the reviews. Like, not a single thing. <laughs> reviews are the lifeblood of the podcast. Well, besides money. <laughs> but literally, like, it, it what it's what keeps podcasts alive. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, don't want our podcast to die, give us a review. Definitely. If you Definitely. do want our podcast to die, slip into our DMs and tell us how much you hate us. <laughs> we like that too. <laughs> uh, rather, Chris likes that too. He likes to be humiliated. That wasn't a, that wasn't a thing. There was no humiliation in either the, the gay it or totally straight. Was. No, it there totally was. No, was. there wasn't humiliation in gay or straight. Yes. Yes, there was. Let's see. Um, ah, act of humiliation. <laughs> That's humiliating someone else. Oh. Passive humiliation is being the humiliatee. Okay, so if you send us a message and Chris answers it, he'll probably try to humiliate yeah. you. No offense. Won't probably. I would definitely will. <laughs> and it won't be try. I definitely will succeed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, we love hearing from you. So slip into those DMs, give us reviews, and write us emails. Because that's what sustains us. It's the only thing that keeps us alive. Yeah, and we get hungry sometimes. So, anyways. I will humiliate myself for a review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next time we'll be talking about the Gemini woman. And we will definitely look forward to uh, discussing that in detail. Who knows what song's playing right now? Bye.